This is Handle on the Law. Marginal legal advice where I tell you, you have absolutely no case. Out of Massachusetts, the Supreme Court of Massachusetts unanimously ruled that a judge can require defendants with substance abuse disorders to remain drug-free as a condition of probation. And if they relapse, send them down to jail. Now, what's interesting is that the word disorders was used because effectively, for the purposes of sending someone back to jail for relapsing, means that the disorder is not recognized. See, that's the debate that's going on, is you have uh, specialists in the world of drugs that are arguing that drug addiction is a medical disorder. And so, therefore, when someone relapses, it really is the disease, the disorder coming back, and it's not the fault of the relapser. And therefore, uh, relapsing should not be taken into account or should be ignored uh, as a violation of probation. Well, the court said no. I mean, you can disorder it all you want, but for purposes of uh, this uh, probation and jail, they're going back to jail. It doesn't agree. Uh, they don't agree with that. So it is, it's fairly controversial because as more and more folks and organizations and certainly the medical community is going towards uh, using addiction or defining addiction medically, uh, the courts have yet to jump in that. And then the Massachusetts Supreme Court just went the other way and disagreed with the medical community. So what's the takeaway here? You know, if you're on probation, don't get high. Literally, don't get high. Disorder, not disorder, it doesn't matter. You're going to jail. It's that simple. All right, let's take some phone calls. Hello, Steve. Hello. Yes, sir. What can I do for you? Yes. Uh, regarding the, the health care insurance, I signed up for a family plan for 400 a month, and now our company just immediately uh, wanted to double that price on, on, the, on, on the employees. Are they allowed to do that? Yes. Yeah, of course oh, they so are. Of course they are. They can triple your price if you if they want. They can make it ten times more if they want. You well, have, well, but they didn't give us a chance to, to go through elsewhere to look around. Well, it doesn't. Sure, you have a chance. You have a chance to look around. You can look around now. Yeah, but they're taking that money out immediately right now. I wait a sec. Before it depends on when your contract's up, but you can still look around, and they can do it. Steve, they can do it. There's, I know, but... I know, it's so frustrating. I know, they can do it. They can raise taxes and take it out of your paycheck. They can raise uh, Medicare and Medi-Cal and take it out of your taxes. The state can take it, decides that, which California did. All of a sudden, it raised uh, the income tax 3%, which went immediately out of the paycheck. They can do all of that. So they can care less, you know. That's I mean, right. For, that's for right. They could care. That's correct. They could care less. That's correct. <laughs> All right. That's a good, good legal question. Uh, yes. Uh, Brian, welcome to Handle on the Law. Hi, Brian. Hello. Yes, sir. I'm a general contractor in Laguna Beach, and I use Labor Ready to provide temporary laborers, you know, dig holes, grading, whenever I need extra work. And they carry, you know, they carry the payroll on them so I don't have to and workers' comp and so forth. The tenant of the project that I was working on um, parked their car near the dumpster, and while I wasn't there, the, one of the labor-ready guys let the door swing open and banged into the BMW. Mm-hmm. And the contract was with you, right? You are the general yeah. contractor on that job. So what's your question? Correct. Um 
if it was a plumber, I would go after the plumber for the reimbursement. It was eleven hundred dollars. I paid. I reimbursed the, um, mm-hmm. the tenant already for the car. Got that out of the way. And um, do I have any records yes. after labor ready? Sure you do. Sure you do. Sue him. Ask for the money back. It was their ploy that caused uh, the damage. Even though you are liable, they have harmed you a thousand dollars worth or eleven hundred dollars by. Uh, you ha- force, being forced to reimburse uh, the homeowner, the the business owner. Yes, go after them. Eleven hundred bucks, probably small claims. That's all you have to do. That one's easy. Hey, Fernando, you're up. Welcome, Fernando. You there? Yes, I can. Oh, wait a second. Yeah, that's better. Okay, what can I do for you? Okay, a quick question, Bill. Uh, my nephew. Received a ticket uh, for speeding, and uh, he paid a fine on that, uh, suspension of license. Uh, just recently, uh, he received another one for uh, reckless driving, speeding, the same thing. Uh, we went to one of those those lawyers who comes out on TV. Mm-hmm. The ticket, the ticket. Yeah, uh, you don't okay, have to tell me. You don't have to tell me who it is, but it's a lawyer that comes out on TV that helps you with uh, your tickets or drunk driving or whatever it right. is. Yes. Uh, what happened was he was supposed to go to court. The lawyer was not us. And what happened, uh, paperwork got lost. Uh, he didn't show up. They put a warrant out for my nephew. They arrested him. Uh, he was incarcerated overnight. Uh, they impounded his vehicle. Can I go after that uh, yeah, certain company? Uh, you're talking about the lawyer. Right. Can you go after the or lawyer? The well, company. he was going to, uh, what was the lawyer going to do without your nephew there? Well, he takes care of uh, the tickets. You pay him, he goes to court, and he tries to bring either the amount down or dismiss the case. Wow. Uh, you know what? For I, I, What I don't understand is how uh, your, your nephew did not go to court or did not have him go to court. And uh, he was, and based on that, he, you were he he was convicted of reckless, right? Mm. Reckless driving. Um, well, see, the way the lawyer went, we we leave him, we give him a certain amount. Well, you're going to get your money. I mean, I, I certainly think you're going to get your money back. Uh, this was an interesting one, and that is what I don't understand is uh, how your nephew didn't show up and what the lawyer was going to do. And negotiate, and if there wasn't a negotiation, was he going to plead out guilty? And I don't know if a lawyer can plead guilty. Uh, you know, I would certainly call him up and say, hey, you've abandoned, uh, your nephew calls up, you've abandoned me. You were supposed to show up in court and you never showed. And based on that, I was arrested. And uh, the lawyer had a duty to tell your nephew what happened. And I guess the lawyer didn't. Uh, the lawyer had a duty to show up. And uh, he was paid for it. I think you have a complaint against uh, against a lawyer with a state bar. Uh, And as far as, uh, you know, going after him for your uh, nephew being incarcerated, I don't quite understand how that worked with. uh, Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand. Yeah. But no one was there. That's true. Well, I mean, you can have you can have the entire conviction overturned based on the fact there was no representation. And I don't know what one night in jail is worth. It was only one night, right? 
Right. Yeah. What about the impound of the vehicle? Yeah, I mean, that's. Uh, I think that has a lot to do with it, too, and what that cost. I mean, there are some damages there. So make a demand on the lawyer. You can go to small claims court for all the damages that have occurred, not only uh, the fine, uh, not only the cost of getting the vehicle out and having to either rent uh, another vehicle, maybe borrowing it from someone, and there's some value to that. Also, a complaint to the state bar uh, for abandonment. Also, asking uh, the court take back the conviction because effectively he had no counsel. That's uh, you got a lot of stuff going on here. This is handle on the law. legal advice. Sean, welcome to Handle on the Law. What can I do for you? I leased an office uh, eight years ago, and uh, the, what I have a question about is a clause, uh, clause in this lease that it says tenants have the option to, review the, to renew this lease after expiration for as many years as needed. So I was paying my mm. rent and my lease is normal since that eight years ago. And suddenly the the landlord want to cancel that lease and uh, forcing me to write another lease to increase the rent, uh, the lease to $2,000 from $1,500. Okay, so let me throw a can couple. He, yeah, can he do that? Yeah, there's some issues here. Uh, you can uh, option as needed. That effectively is a lease that you can uh, continue on uh, forever. Forever. And forever doesn't work in the law. The law wants specificity. As needed is a little bit too vague. Then the question becomes, does that lease, which is probably no longer uh, valid once uh, the, well, the the period is, uh, it's not even, it was the initial period was for what, five years, eight years, whatever it was. And then as needed, did it talk about a rent increase or did it, was it silent on the rent? No, it says at the renewal date, the lease payment will increase the cost of living of 5% per month per year. Uh, well, cost of living or 5%? Which one is cost it? Of li- both. Cost of living or 5%. Cost of living and 5% or cost of living or 4%? 
at sales will increase a cost of living of 5% per month per year. I got it. Okay, so it's 5% increase. Uh, They can call it whatever they want, uh, but it's a 5% increase. Uh, So you're getting nailed at the end of this lease. I think you're you're stuck because that lease, which says uh, 5% per year thereafter, there has to be, I think, a given specific time. The option for another two years. The option for another five years and at 5% as opposed to 1500 to $2,000 because it's going to be forever. It's going to be forever at 5%, and uh, I don't think that works. I think your lease no longer is valid, Sean. That's my take on that. Hello, Connie. Hi, Bill. I'm a landlord. Lucifer is living in my property. I cannot get Satan out. He's delinquent 12 months. Uh, he wait a sec. How come you have a wait, wait, wait. How come you haven't a, why haven't you had a hearing or a trial for 12 months? I, I did. I went Friday. I went downtown L.A. to the courthouse. The, the judge said, well, your tenant wants a trial. Okay. So he, he, so he, he gets, wants a jury trial. I don't think he can get a jury trial. I don't think he can get a jury trial. Did the judge say he can get a jury trial on an eviction? Yes, sir. He wow! Did. I he didn't even did. know you could get I, a. I didn't know you could get a jury trial because I thought uh, evictions are proceedings that only appear in front of a judge. But if he has and, a jury and trial, a landlord tenant judge, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, usually, yeah, usually it's a landlord tenant judge. So I have no idea. Uh, as to why he can ask for a jury trial and get it, but I don't know what the point is. You, what, but Connie, what's he going to say? I mean, what's he going to well, say? He doesn't know the rent. He's just doing this to uh, delay. He, no, he wants a jury to tell him, okay, you got a judgment for five thousand dollars. The ten, the landlord has to pay you on top of the twelve months that he owes me, which is fourteen. I understand, grand. but why? Wait, 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 wait. What, so he wants that. Now what, Connie? What do you care? If you have to go, you, he can get a trial, and my understanding is it has to be in front of a judge, not a jury. But if it is in front of a jury, you know, I can't imagine that they would go for a full jury trial with voir dire, uh, with jury selection, and the whole business. I mean, I that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It really doesn't. But assuming- They're asking me to sign a... Um- an agreement that says I agree to a trial. Both ah. parties have to agree. You say no. I say no. Yeah, because yeah. You, it's not a question of you agreeing to a trial. You have no choice. So something makes no and, sense, Connie, because if I'm suing someone and uh, then the judge says, well, they have to, you have to agree to a jury trial. You have to agree to a trial. That's why I'm suing. I want to go to court. What do you mean? <laughs> I, you have to agree. I, uh, so Plus, you go to, I want my property, and what if the jury says, they're not, no, they can stay there forever. They can't. They're not know. going to. That doesn't work that way, Connie. You clearly don't understand what the law is saying. Are you doing this by yourself? Yeah. You know what? Why don't you get a landlord-tenant attorney, Connie, and have someone okay. that knows knows what the hell is going on? Because every, every lawyer I've talked to wants to go into to this jury trial with me. That's and, impossible. And want- that doesn't make that doesn't make any sense, Connie. That doesn't make any sense that every lawyer wants to go into a jury trial as opposed to settling, as opposed to asking for a bench trial. Connie, nothing you said makes any sense. So with that in mind, I'm gonna say goodbye. It's been a pleasure, and I'm done with you. This is Handle on the Law. 
Authority. More stimulating talk. Bill Handel, Saturday morning. And welcome to Handle on the Law, marginal legal advice when I tell you you have absolutely no case. Hey, Bob, welcome to Handle on the Law. Yes, sir. Yeah, Bob, you there? Yes, oh, yeah, I hope you're well. Uh, here's my problem. Uh, I uh, have an estate, of course, that uh, has some worth. I have three heirs. Uh, family members, children, and I'm wondering if I bequeath them my assets upon my passing, uh, will their uh, assets that they receive from me be subject to uh, uh, be lost to creditors? Oh, yeah. The two of them are deeply sure, in debt. Sure, Bob, uh, the second they get the assets, once the money or the property is transferred into their name, Now you have assets that can be attacked by either a judgment or it makes it worthwhile for uh, whoever the creditor is to sue them. Yes, sirree, Bob. Bob, yep. So what you may want to do, how much money are we talking about, Bob, when you said uh, sizable? Well, overall, the estate would be something like $3 million. Yes, that is sizable, my man. And there are three of them that are getting a million dollars each. Approximately, yeah. All right. Uh, take a little. All right. I will. Uh, here's my piece of advice, and that is uh, you go to an attorney that specializes in asset protection. There are attorneys that do that, and uh, it's within the law. We're not talking about fraud. We're not talking about hiding assets illegally. What we are talking about is setting up a system where it is either very difficult or almost impossible for the uh, the creditors to go after those assets. And uh, I'm not an expert in this, although I take cer- certainly play one on radio. And I'm talking about some kind of a trust in which the amount of money they uh, receive and the creditors are limited to that amount of money as opposed to these massive assets. So, I've been told that a spendthrift trust. Yeah, there's something. Yeah, you can do that. There are those. There are other kinds of trusts. But the uh, the basic one is a spendthrift trust. But it has to be done absolutely perfectly. And there are other avenues to do. So it's definitely time. Go to the website. Well, that, that's reassuring. That's what yeah. I wanted to hear. Okay. So Good for I you. I can go from there. Good for you. Yeah. And your, your, your kids probably don't deserve it. And, and here's the other thing that you're going to love. They're deeply in debt. And are you aware that when you die, they are going to receive the money and then probably piss through it in about three months? You know that, don't you? <laughs> It took you a lifetime. It took you a lifetime to accumulate that, and if you were still alive, somehow and hand it to them, it'd be gone in ninety days. Enjoy you yourself. Are a wise individual. Yes, I, I am. You are a mensch. Yes, indeed, thank I you. Greatly appreciate the. And so he should. I cut him off, uh, which I shouldn't have done, but I uh, do appreciate that. Oh, uh, Alex, there you are. Hi, Alex. Welcome to Handle on the Law. Hello, Alex. Yes. Hi. Uh, Yes, uh, my house burned down about a month ago. Oh, congratulations. (laughs) I have been in this house. I was leasing this house more than 10 years. And uh, I have absolutely nothing. I could get absolutely nothing, no support whatsoever. What do you mean, no support? From insurance company or my landlords. Okay, but hang on a second. Uh... I don't understand what that means. You got no support from your landlord's insurance company. And uh, what, it, what did you want them to do? Um, 
well, at least allow me access to my property. The if there's no, if, but if there's no, if there's no ability to get in there or it's destroyed, uh, there may be an issue as to safety. But it's not the insurance company that doesn't allow you access; it's your landlord that doesn't allow you access. So I don't know why you're uh, bitching about the insurance company here. It's it was them uh, who hired uh, the uh, lawyers' company, the legal company. They have posted the letters all over my house. Posted what letters? Uh, saying that I should not enter the house to retrieve my property. All right, that doesn't make any because sense. That doesn't they're make any trying sense. to investigate. Uh, All right, is it the crime? Wait a second. Fire. Is it the crime that they're trying to investigate, or simply the start no, of the fire? Uh, not according to firefighters or police. All right, well, they can't stop you from entering the property to to get your personal property. I mean, they just can't. So why do you have a key? I do have a key. So just uh, walk in and get it. Uh, the the letter says that uh, they they uh, they try to hold me liable if I try to remove anything. No, it's your stuff, Alex. It's your stuff. Yes. So tell them, saying, this is my stuff. That is exactly what I did. Okay, so what's your... All right, so what's your question? All right, so Alex, what's your question? I don't know where you're going to go with this. My question is, how do I uh, get anybody to represent me? I mean, I suffered losses in over $200,000. The house being serviced by unlicensed electrician two weeks before the fire. Alex, you get Mm -hmm. someone to represent you by hiring a lawyer. I wish I could afford it now. Well, no one's going to do it, Alex. Gone. No one's going to do it for free. No one like no one likes you. No one likes you. There's somebody that could do pro bono. No, no, somebody who's just out of law school. No, it doesn't work that way. I mean, I got it. You can try. You can I'll tell you what. You can go on to uh, go to uh, you go to Facebook or go on to any of the monster.com or anybody's looking for a job. I mean, they're all out there. Uh, new lawyer looking for work, whatever, looking for clients, and call that person up mm-hmm. and saying, hey, would you represent me for free? Maybe. I mean, they're going to do a crap job because they don't know what they're doing, but uh, better than nothing. Or you just walk in the door and get your stuff, Alex. That's that's, that's the thing I was uh, kind of shaky about because it says I allow, they can hold me liable. For what? What kind of liability? Me? What kind of liability? Think about that for a moment. What are they going to hold you liable for? Damaging the property that's burnt down? Left. What are they going to hold you liable for? Let's think this through for a moment. What are they going to say you did? What, you destroyed uh, they can, property? They were trying to say that I am messing up with the uh, with their private fire investigation. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You don't have a duty to them. You don't no, have a I duty. Don't. You don't have any duty to them to help them with their investigation. That's their problem. Alex, you're they, just you're just you know what you're that, uh, threatening I'm to what? Alex, I'm getting I'm getting impatient with you. They're threatening to do what, Alex? Nothing. Hold me liable. That's it. I don't hold you liable for what? Why don't you ask him? What are you going to hold me liable for? Is this a general liability? Are you going to be holding me liable in case one of you gets divorced? Are you going to hold me liable in case you want to name me as a correspondent because I'm stooping your wife and she wants to divorce you? Which, by the way, doesn't exist anymore in California or virtually any place in the country. Alex, just because they write you a letter doesn't mean Jack. Oh. This is Handle on the Law. What if it's the drugs, the women, the white, the weak, the love, the truth, everything I owe. She's 
640. More stimulating talk. Bill Handel here on a Saturday. Welcome aboard, everybody. This is Handel on the Law. Marginal legal advice where I tell you you have absolutely no case. You know what? I just pressed a button here. I just, uh, wow, look at that. Look what I just did. I broke the phone. Hmm. All right. Much better. Uh, <laughs> Susan. Hi, Susan. Welcome to Handle on the Law. Hi. Yes, ma'am. Uh, I, was working, I was working for a large corporation in sales, and I got laid off. And in my severance paperwork, it said that if my territory went on to win this big award uh, for sales at the end of the year, that I would receive a four thousand. I would receive four thousand dollars for that. Okay. Well, my partner uh, in the territory did win that award, and they never paid out. When I contacted the company, they said, "Oh no, if you don't finish the year in the territory, you're not going to get paid um, because if you get fired or if you quit before the end of the year, then you don't." then you are not eligible for any awards. However, I got laid off, and my severance paperwork said otherwise. Um, do I have a case for sure. small claims court? Yeah, try it. The worst that happens is you lose. You know <laughs> what? Think about it for a moment. Right now, you have no money. And uh, so if you lose at the end of it, you'll have no money. Very true. Yeah, so just, um, just go for it. Do I need to take in, um, like, I have a photograph of my partner's award saying that, um, saying that she won that award, yeah, so I could yeah. take in that photograph. Absolutely. Take it all in. Take everything you have in there. Sure. Okay. Take care. You know, good luck. You know, in the end, you just do it unless you have such a ridiculous case that makes no sense. She has a case. She can argue it. Was she going to win? Who the hell knows? Uh, but is it uh, is it viable? Yeah, if it's viable, you go for it and hope the judge also got screwed at some point. All right. Uh, is that Tim? Yes. All right, Tim. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, hold on. Are you on? Wait, 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 wait. Are you on a speakerphone thing or is that a cell phone? What do you want? No, I'm not. And I am on my Bluetooth. Yeah, that's a tough. All right, we'll try to figure this out. I, I hate these phones, but okay, let's go for it. Is that better? Yeah, a little bit, but that, let's just do it. Go ahead. Hey, Bill? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, my question is a few years ago, I. Uh, I was stopped by the, I don't know if I could say the city's uh, police department. I don't know if I could say sure. the city's name. Sure. Yes? Sure. Oh, uh, the city of Claremont, a few years ago, uh, I was in the academy. I had not graduated yet. I got stopped. I was wearing a pair of slacks and a dress polo. Uh, I had two glasses of wine. They stopped me where I'm going. It's one thirty in the morning. I had an argument with my wife. I would not drive home, so I decided to walk home, which is not far. Anyhow, uh, they said I fit the description of a robbery suspect that occurred earlier in the evening. And uh, he had indicated to me to sit down on the curb. I said, well, I don't want to sit down on the curb. It's cold. Oh, and, uh, oh you, said that, a, you said that to a cop. You know what, Tim, you and said that to a cop. Hold on, hold on. His hand up. Tim, Tim, you said yeah. I don't want to sit down to a cop who told you to sit down, and the reason was because your ass would get cold? Yeah, it was just oy. got done raining. Oi, oi. All right. So what happens? Um, anyhow, uh, he says, you either sit down or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to force you to sit down. And I said, okay, well, you know, now we become, I told him, I said, well, why are you jumping level of use of force? And he extends his arm to his uh, pepper, pepper spray. He extracts it from his duty belt, 
extended his arm forward into my face. And at this time, I put my hands in front of me, clasped him as though he cannot make a... All right. A, you know, Tim, I'm getting a, I'm getting bored already, Tim. So the, the bottom right, line is... Secondary okay. officer gets there, throws me over his hip. My face hits the, the ridge of the step. Okay, so they hurt you. Nose. I got it. All right, fine. So they hurt you, and uh, they roughed you up, which you think is unfairly, and uh, now you want to know if you can do something about it. And I have two questions. Number one, did you tell them you were in the academy? Yes. And they still went after you, even though you were going to be a cop? Correct, sir. Wow, that's amazing. Did you ever graduate the academy? No, I had to DQ because I had a negative contact with a uh, law enforcement agency. Oh, boy. That's a tough one. Uh, okay. So uh, what is your question? My my question is I pleaded out to a uh, oh, a to resisting arrest and drunk in public, although I was not drunk. Okay. And they refused to give me a breathalyzer or any, What's your any qu- type of uh, field sobriety test. What's your question? And but I still pleaded out. What's your question? Can I go? I, can I go back? No, and I'll tell you why. You you admitted to the crime. You okay. admitted that you committed a crime during that act. That's for starters. How many? And how many years ago was this? Uh, this was How many years? Just, about, just under 10. Just under 10. And you think the statute is a problem here? Why are you, why are you bringing it up now, Tim? Well, I was never been, I, was, I never got able, I was never able to get on any department because of that negative. I understand. So why, so it. here you are 10 years later. Why are you bringing it up now? Why not wait another 10 years? And on, and on top of that, you pled out to a crime. Anybody who wants to be a cop. Why would anybody who wants to be a uh, a cop ever plead to any criminal act? Because, now, I'm not in the academy. I am not an expert in criminal law, although I play one. I know that if you are in the middle of an academy uh, class and or want to be a cop or you are on probation or you even are a cop later on, you plead out to a criminal act. What do you think happens to your career? It's gone. That's right. Thanks for the call. Excellent. You should have waited another 10 years, and then I would have either gotten more angry or I would have simply enjoyed it more. Handle here. This is Handle on the Law.